Tuesday night, 11.13 p.m. It's December 18th, 2020. I don't know why. I, I can tell you the weather. Also, I'm Daniel Brewer. This is Mix Minus. I don't do this show alone, though I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns from Arkansas. Hello, Adam. You know, it snowed on Monday. I know. And your dog jumped Sunday. face first into the snow. Yeah. She she dove. She, she dove. In, into the snow. Into the snow. And rolled around. And rolled around. And I, I also love the fact that you can't dry her by conventional means, not because it won't get the snow out, just because you don't like how her hair looks after that. And it was just like, oh, this you've created this vain little dog. It's like, no, you can't dry my hair that no, way. No, 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 no. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. No, it wasn't that. It was the blow dryer. Okay, so the this snow clumped and hung on to her. She had big, huge clumps of Got it. snow. I understood that. All over her yep. underbelly, yep. her legs, everywhere her where there's arms, hair. Everywhere. Everywhere where yep. there's hair, it was, it was clumped up. In and there. if we tried to take a towel, that would do no good. If we tried to take our hands and grab hold of the snow, no, you don't want to do that. You out, just want to you want to put her in front of a space heater. It's like here you it go. It would pull her hair out with the snow. <laughs> you want to melt we it? We could not get it. So so we tried a blow dryer. First of all, we don't have a space heater, so that would be a problem. We have a blow dryer. That's all we've got. And it was taking forever. It was late at night. We wanted to go to bed. Well, then she can go to bed wet. No, she had clumps of snow in her hair. No, she sleeps with us. She had so much snow in her hair that if we had let her get in the bed with all that snow in an hour, we would the bed would have been completely. I would have put her in her crate, and she would have slept there. She doesn't. She does not have a crate. Well, there's probably we don't we don't do that bullshit crate stuff that she sleeps with us and uh i I mean that's how it is but so we tried the blow dryer and it was going to take too long so then the the quickest way to get the ice out of her hair is to use hot water yes so we put her in the shower we turned on the shower sprayer we sprayed her down it took a minute maybe yes but then we still have the same problem that she's now super wet yeah because we just sprayed her down well but we can't because she sleeps with us and we need her completely dry so then we because again she can't get in bed with wet fur she'll it'll be wet so we it it was late at night it was funny though (laughs) i i was trying to i was trying to get her to come back in but i was laughing hysterically because it was so cute and funny and she was Diving into the snow and then rolling around. Now this is this this would be great video. This would be great video for us to use on our YouTube channel. So why didn't you take video for us? Well, like I said, it was bedtime. I didn't take my phone with me. I just took her out on to the backyard and said, "Go pee, go pee." You know that's what I say. Kathy Marshall in the chat room suggests that this is another great use for the sous vide. Uh, did I say that She'd right? She'd still be wet, though. I, said, yeah, I feel like I'm She'd always saying it wrong. Uh, sous vide is correct. Now, well, so to French. use the sous vide, what, you, you vacuum seal something and then you immerse it in the water, right? Correct. So you'd have to vacuum yeah. seal your dog. Yeah, that wouldn't work so <laughs> and, well. And then put her in the, in the bath. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was interesting. So I got a present from you. That was interesting. Yes, you did, Adam. I sent uh, you a Christmas present. It was supposed to arrive last Friday evening during this show. 
It arrived on Saturday. It arrived on Saturday. And you can clearly hear in the post show last the week. show? Oh, the post show. In okay. the post show last week where yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, it might arrive there. Well, don't open it until next week um, so I can see you open no, it. No, you didn't say that. It's in the post show. Oh. So Did you say on that? Saturday, I get a text from Adam that's oh. like, I got your present. Thank you. And I'm like, wait, did you open it? He was like, I yes. I forgot. See, I was thinking if I don't open it immediately, he's going to think I'm ungrateful that he got me something. I completely forgot. Okay, you Adam, told me not to so open it. So I, I sent you a present. So go ahead. Tell everyone what it was. Well, I love it. I mean, I love the I love the thought. <laughs> I love I love the idea <laughs> that you had. <laughs> I love the thought. So it's a it's a mute button. It is. And I and I need a mute button. You do. That, like I I have been saying I've got to go buy a mute button. Mm-hmm. You would think there are more mute buttons out there, but there aren't. There are only you, in a fact, couple you of even mute buttons said, out there in the you world. You even said it on the show last week. It's like, I don't but know I what I would buy. buy. I don't, yeah, I don't know what I, I guess I could buy myself a mute button or something. And so, except we, we call it a cough button, but it's the same thing. Mute, cough, same kind of a thing where you can mute your microphone. Well, but I may need to fart. I mean, right. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying that. Sydney. Yeah, I don't want to call it we, a fart the button. The two terms are interchangeable. But the point, I had already bought it for you by that point in time. No, anyway, but here's the real kick in the ass, Adam. Yeah. Because I did my research. Uh-huh. I was very specific in what I was looking for in a product. I wanted a product that made no noise and I wanted a product that didn't require you to hold because both of those things exist. There are cough slash mute buttons out there that require you to hold the button down in order you have to continue right. to hold it until, you, you know, when you release it, you're no longer muted. There, yes. You can also reverse those for those are like for store PAs and stuff. You push the button down to talk and then otherwise it's muted. Right. So I didn't want you to have to constantly keep your finger on something or so I was looking for one that latched and I was also looking for one that didn't make noise because the cheaper ones in the comments, people would be like, you can definitely hear a pop every time that I press that button. And I'm like, no, this, this is it. So I, it was not $300 as I joked on the last show, but this was not a $20 cough button. So I am, go ahead, push it. Let's hear the noise. Well, my, 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 so. All right. I'm not here. I'm hearing the button. Yeah. The button makes a noise is what I'm saying. You hear the. I'm not hearing a click in the audio though. Well, earlier it was it does. Yeah, earlier click I did. Too. Earlier I did, but but wait, but wait. So maybe it was just a loose cable. Like, like keep it on the table now. Press it. Wait, well, I have to put it back on the table. Right. Well, so yeah, now I'm not hearing a click. I don't hear any kind of a click. So it's a perfect present, Adam. But are you hearing the sound that it makes when when I'm about to mute it? Do you hear the button itself? No. I mean, now I'm hearing it because you're pounding on it. But if you reach over and press it, I'm not hearing it. It it makes a noise. But here's the thing. So it does that. It also has it did pop and click sometimes it did when I click but earlier. But I, I feel that that's a cabling thing. Uh, And then because I also sent you a cable. Because I knew that I'm you would have to do, cable it, that, I knew you'd have to do an input insert there, and I yeah. didn't like spend a lot of money on the cable, so that was not like a so a I double shield. So cable. anyway, 
that that's the only problem. And I'm not being ungrateful, but okay, when I got it, so this particular model has the option to, when you hold it down, it stays down. Yes. And when you, and it has the option to press to mute as yes. well. It has right. both of those options. Correct. Yes. So when I, out of the box, it is set like you wanted it set where you press it and it stays down. Here's the problem. That actually does make a very loud latching clicking noise when you do that. And so I and so they had instructions on how to remove that feature, which involves screwing off the faceplate you know showing the guts of the thing the circuitry and all that and there's a little metal piece that hold that does the latching and you have to take tweezers and pull that to the side and it fell out when i did that so i'm not sure that i can get it back in but because the 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 latch the latching mechanism is very loud it makes a loud Kachunk. I mean, like a a loud. So anyway, I took that off, and uh, and you know, I'm. I thought, you know, I, I'll play. I'll play around. Oh, I just muted myself. You did. I'll play around with it. Um, and see. I just want to make sure. I don't. I'm just particular about any noises being heard on. So like, even the mute buttons on my mixer will make a little clicking noise, and I when I'm editing the audio, I have to go in, like at the end of my geeky gay show. Uh, when I mute myself to then hit the stinger, sometimes that click will be audi- audible on the recording. And so I have to go in and edit that out. So that's the only thing. It it does make a noise. I hear it here, but maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was. The I'm... latching makes a very loud click. Okay. Well, but if you want I to return that. it, I uh, please do. Please return it. If, it. if it doesn't suit your needs, you're not offending me. I wanted... I just knew that that was something well, that you no, needed. I really appre- and I'm that might have been the model that I would have bought. Right. I, so I've now I've, I've spared one. you. I've spared you buying that model. Well, I'm appreciative, and because I'm, I'm testing it, it out. Work. I'm giving. I'm giving it a test drive. If you guys can't hear it, then maybe I'm hearing it, but it's not audible. Uh, you on should the have actual... all the receipts that you need because I had it shipped directly to you. I did not get it shipped here and then well, res- resend it to you. I may have broken it. So but anyway, no, but I'm so appreciative. I, I'm so grateful that you, and that was so thoughtful because I'm not the type of person, I suck at giving gifts. Mm-hmm. When I go to give someone a gift, I don't remember what they, even if you said five million times, oh, I really want this widget thing. Yes. I just don't remember. I do not remember. And I go, I'm like, I don't know what that person wants. Even with Mark, I, I have such a hard time getting him stuff. So I am very grateful to you and very appreciative that you thought of me. And I have no idea what to get you. I didn't I know d- we were you getting. Don't, you don't need to get me anything, Adam. That's not what this is about. <laughs> so anyway, I'm really happy that you thought of me and that you did that. It makes a little noise. So I'm just running it through. its. Maybe if I oiled it. I wonder if I could put some oil. I if that would hurt anything. I think probably because it's metal on metal, it, you probably it's like a door, like a key lock. I would use graphite or something. I don't, you're going to want to use a dry, um, what is it, a lubricant? A dry it's not called lubricant at that point. A dry but lubricant. It's like yeah. graphite. You know what I'm saying? Graphite I've got goes some into astroglide over there. Oh no, no, no. I wonder. No, I wonder no. if a- <laughs> someone help me out in the chat room. And I know you're asking yourself, self, what the hell is this chat room that you keep the- talking about? 
Well, you see, Adam and I, we stream live on Pride 48 every Friday night. When we record this show, we we stream live and folks over can listen to us over on Pride 48 as we record the show and they join us in the Pride 48 chat room. And Adam, who is hanging out in the chat room with us this evening? <sighs> I'm scared for a moment. Okay, Kathy Marshall, Cyclone, Tim in Alaska. Yes. That's I believe it. that's it tonight. That's it. Well, you know, yeah. this is our very last show of the year also. It is. Yeah, because we next Friday is Christmas Day, so we are not doing a show Christmas night. And uh, so we will not be back until New Year's Day 2021. Yeah, we will be here New Year's Day because we love you guys. So we can just say fuck you to 2020. You know, <laughs> and and so this is it, right? Fuck you, 2020. This did is it. Did you see Mike Pence getting the COVID virus? I speak, or the uh, COVID vaccine, speaking of... Uh, it was just he has some he has some guns on him. I thought his arms looked kind of muscular, actually. It probably was taken from a mannequin or something. I don't know. I just I don't. It's probably from all that masturbating that he does. Um, what was I going to say? You you got me caught there with a the Mike Pence thing. Oh, you know, <laughs> the other night I was on the Archer Gangbang show. Was that last night? Yeah. Okay. It's over at Archer Radio, another podcast you should go check out. And the, I always want to do that show. I really mm-hmm. do. But it's at my dinner time. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, so busy. I was on the Archer Gangbang show yep. and they were talking about how much they hated 2020. And I said, you know, I'm an optimist. And I made them each tell me something good that happened in 2020. So, Adam, I need for you just real quick. Tell me something good that happened in 2020. I bought a house. There you go. See? That was a good thing. 2020 wasn't all bad. So uh, you, you don't have to go into work at the office anymore if you don't want to. You can, right. You can, it snowed on Sunday. I love snow. Especially when it gets on your dog. No, I don't like that. It's, she's so cute when she plays in it, though. I need a video of this. It's hard to be mad Adam, at I need a video of this. Well, we didn't take a video and the snow's gone now. We may have an well, Mark may have an old video. There'll never be any more snow in Arkansas. That was it. Maybe not. That was all. That was all we had. Is snow something that that makes you think of Christmas? Like, are you one of those people that it's not Christmas unless it's not? No, because it never snowed at Christmas. I have a very specific definition of Christmas because of the way that I grew up, right? We're all kind of, we, we, we form those childhood Christmas memories from where we're running. And I am a Floridian. I'm here. It never snows in Florida. So your it, Christmases are the manatees may be wearing sweaters or something, but it, there's it's, no yeah, snow. It never, never snows in Florida. I mean, it has a couple of times, but that's not Christmas to me was a couple of telltale events that, that led up to Christmas and they would get more and they would get more extreme as we got closer to it. And it was like just building towards Christmas. So one of them is our um, Whitman samplers or what are the, the Pepperidge Farm gift baskets or David and Harry's? Whitman samplers like Whitman Tinker? No, no, Whitman sample like the chocolates. And okay. the, because what happened is my dad was a family practice uh, physician. So he constantly would refer people to specialists, right? Because that's what family doctors yeah. Oh, you need to go see an orthopedist. And all of these specialists at Christmas time send out gifts to all of the family practice doctors who have referred people to them over the the course of the year. So our house would just start getting piled up with these Pepperidge Farm gift baskets. And so to me, 
that is Christmas. Like sitting down with that really shitty summer sausage and that <laughs> crappy cheese and the sweet hot mustard on those stale ass crackers. That is Christmas to me. I do that. I take that shitty summer sausage and that crappy cheese food and I put it on the stale cracker with that sweet hot mustard, which by the way, the sweet hot mustard is amazing. Anyway, and I eat that and I'm 10 years old again waiting for St. Nick. I mean, it's it's a very magical you know, feeling. Yeah, that is, that is see that. a very big thing for me. I don't know if they still do that or if malls are going to exist after COVID, but there, the, the company that was it Pepperidge farm. I can't remember, but the company that had those hickory farms that had those baskets, they would set up a store in the mall, but usually it was like, it was a pop-up store that would only be around Christmas. Yep. Yep. So now you can do it online. You can do hickory farms, Harry and David. Those are the two big ones. And there's probably a, a thousand other ones. And Whitman samplers are the Whitman chocolate samplers, which we used to get those again from, from specialists. And But anyway, the other thing that was Christmas to me, my entire life was going to Disney and seeing the Christmas music and the Christmas ornaments and all the special holiday things that they do over at Disney. Uh, Walt Disney World opened in 1971 when I was a child of three years old. So pretty much my entire life has been, you know, with this park here in Florida. And, and so it's not really Christmas to me until I'm looking at the crazy Christmas tree over in the Jungle Cruise that's made out of palm trees and the the wreaths that are made out of life preserve, you know, the those life preservers, you know, the, the, the circular life preservers. What do they call those things? A life preserver. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The circular a, a, life preservers life you'd find ring? on a ship, on a uh, ship, a life ring, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But they make them in the Christmas wreaths and stuff. Just all the different theming that they do over at the kingdom with all the Christmas music playing and seeing Goofy and his. I've never been there at Christmas, but Goofy. I can imagine. Okay. But imagine. to me, that is so, it was very important. We actually took uh, this past Thursday off, yesterday off and went over to the Magic Kingdom uh, so that I could get my Christmas fill. And there was this one thing that I had seen on the Disney food blog. It was a new item that they had over there. It was a peppermint donut. So this would be a a regular oversized donut with vanilla buttercream frosting, but then crushed up peppermint candy on it with a a little red icing drizzle. I love peppermint. I love vanilla. So that to me, I was ready to eat that peppermint Okay. Donut. Yes. They didn't have it Did at the you? kingdom. No, they only had it at Epcot. They didn't have it at the kingdom. So, oh. so I was, now on another year, I would have just park hopped over to Epcot just to get it's the It's not damn Christmas thing. now. Gotcha. You didn't, no, no, you that, didn't get that, your that's, peppermint that's not, donut. No, I did have the, the fish and the fish basket from Columbia Harbor House, which by the way, Columbia Harbor House over at the kingdom uh, has been closed because of COVID because it's an indoor restaurant. But the... Tomorrowland Terrace, which is the outside restaurant, they're now cooking the same food that used to be at Columbia Harbor House. So it's like you can get the the Columbia Harbor House food at the Tomorrowland Terrace. So yeah, I had my fish and fries, which I know the, the UK folks call them fish and chips, which over in Epcot, they have fish and chips at the UK pavilion. But I mean, anyway, I had fish and fries and hush puppies. And, I don't oh, really see so fish good. and fries as Christmas. Oh, yeah. I but- they are tartar sauce delivery methods, but they were they were delicious. I love them, yeah. and I uh, yeah, it was just, it was a great day. We had a great and because Zach is so hard to buy for for Christmas, 
it was fun because he would see merchandise that he really liked and he was going to buy it. And I'll go like, I'll get it that for you for your Christmas. And so I was able to knock out probably, you know, 80 or 80 or hundred bucks worth of Christmas presents for Zach yesterday, just by buying the t-shirts that he was about to pay for. That's cool. Uh, I don't, I was just telling this to Mark yesterday. So we watch, we watch the holiday bake off the holiday baking championship or whatever on food network. Yes. And they had something they were making. She was putting all these crushed up peppermints in. I hate, I like peppermints. Yes. As a thing to suck on as a, as As a a candy, candy, as a hard candy, as a hard candy. I I like a peppermint. When I go to Sonic, they always put a peppermint in the bag. A little, you take that to church with you. And do you sit in the back of the church, like trying to (laughs) slowly, (laughs) slowly unwrap it so that no one else can hear it. It's like, yeah, yeah. There's always one in my purse, but I do not like peppermints in food. I do not like it. I don't, I, I will like, not eat it with a goat. So, I will not eat it on a boat. I will not eat it here or there. I will not eat it anywhere. I do not like your peppermint cake. I do not like it. Something. Texturally speaking, I don't like any candy in food. Hard candy. <gasps> I Swiss don't like col- to- oh, there's, they're saying in the uh, chat room, Swiss colony. That was another one. Swiss colony used to have gift baskets too. I don't like to bite into a hard candy. When you bite into a York peppermint patty? In a cookie, for instance. Right. I don't want a cookie with, I don't even like M&Ms in a cookie because I don't, I just don't like a candy in a cookie, but especially peppermint because that's a texture that I don't want along with a toothpaste sort of flavor that I don't want. By itself, it's okay, but in a baked good, no. No. I, I, just I disagree. Now, if you enjoy it, that's yes, fine. yes. You and I will just have to agree to disagree there, there uh, which basically means that I'm right and you're wrong. So I, sure. I had, I am now fully in the Christmas spirit. I, I know I, I mentioned this on that Darnell the other day, but you can see right behind me, I have two Christmas trees behind me. Yep. I have Mickey uh, around them. There's a Santa Mickey right there. I have the little Mickey Mouse railroad cars going around my the the white tree over here. Um, I am all decked out here and for Christmas and, uh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready for Christmas. Now that we have a week to go, I'm ready. So speaking of Disney. Yes. So I get a call on my podcast. Anyone who listens to Geeky Gay, you're going to hear this on today's show, but I had to, I had to bring this up with my best buddy, Daniel, Uh huh. because I just, this was such a shock to me. I felt like it warranted a discussion, not just me saying it on my solo show. I felt like I needed a discussion on this. Okay. So I get a call today <laughs> on like, my voicemail line. Was it heavy breathing? Because I don't know if I made a call the other night when I was really no. drunk. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. No, 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 no. It was not heavy breathing. So I made a call or I had got a call. I got a voicemail. And at first I thought, because on Thursday's episode, I may have begged for voicemails. I, I said something along mm-hmm. the lines of, hey, if you, you want to wish me a Merry Christmas, yep, you, you did. give me a call. We were, we were listening and to I that thought, on our way to Disney. So, yes. And I thought, oh, somebody's already calling to wish me a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I play the voicemail. And I don't have it here to play because it's on the same computer that you're on. And I right. don't have two sound cards on that computer. So right. you won't hear it. But anyway, so 
the gist of the of I mean, the you could put it in the Google Drive and I could play it, but I could. But no, I it's, could. All right. it's all right. I mean, I have it's another right. computer. I have three. Oh, no, it's all right. It's all right. Here, I'm just go ahead. It's I'm, much I'm better if you tell me up. about it. Yeah. So this guy, you'll hear it. Uh, go to geekygay.com. It's the voicemail is played or, in today's Or you can episode. go to thegeekygay.com. Both will work. So it's an. It sounds like an older gentleman, mm-hmm. and he says, "Um, hi." I'm calling because I have some information that I would think I would be valuable in the Missy Witt murder case. Oh, Jesus. He says, I'm calling about the Missy Witt murder case. <laughs> and I think I have some really good information. And then please call me back. And he gives this, and it's in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Uh huh. I've never heard of this. So then, and I think somebody's pranking me. Fatty is calling. I'm just not, I'm being gullible, whatever. So I get a second voicemail from the same guy and he says, hey, Adam, I just, are you still, I want to know, are you still investigating the Missy Witt murder case? I really have some important information. Please give me a call back. I, and I, I had not heard this prior to the show. I looked Mm -hmm. at the transcript and it looked suspect. I'm like, what is this? But I hadn't listened to it. So I started Googling it. And lo and behold, there's a Missy Witt murder case. There is. I'm looking at the webpage right now. Fort Smith, Arkansas, that happened back in the 90s. 1994. December 1st, 1994. And the reason I say it's Disney related is because I read an article where it said they think if it was a serial killer, they think he might have had a thing for Mickey Mouse watches. And this girl was happened to be wearing a Mickey Mouse watch. But anyway, but first of all. What are the chances that my little podcast voicemail number is going to get a tip on a murder? I should call the guy back and say, yes, I'm investigating this murder. What information do you have? I'm looking at the article here. It's like, please contact 1-800-440-1922. No. Okay. So I'm going to. So, okay. This is the other thing. I thought maybe this is still a prank. Maybe one of my listeners knows I'm in Arkansas. Maybe they're in Arkansas too. Maybe they just are pranking me. Maybe they've never called in. I don't know this person. But I found an article on AYMag.com in the last paragraph. This is what the last paragraph says. For anyone interested in keeping up with this investigation, they are welcome to join the nearly 7,000 other followers on the Facebook page who killed Missy Witt. The public is urged to provide any information pertaining to this case by calling an anonymous tip line at 479-221-9393. My voicemail was an anonymous tip line for the Missy Whip murder case. (laughs) It is clearly here in this article. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why he called me. Okay. I don't know. I'm just, my mind. How long have you had this voicemail? You've had this voicemail number for six years? No, I've only had the voicemail number for a year and a half, two years, maybe. So so this isn't the old dubious intent voicemail number that you just repurposed. No, it's, no, no, no. It's a new voicemail number. (laughs) You you took it from, those poor Missy Witt murder people like lost their funding and they couldn't renew the voicemail. And now, (laughs) ah, you've reached the geeky gay. The best in gay podcasting, uh, you know, talking about my life and you listen, leave a message. I don't know. Isn't that crazy, though? I, I, have you? I don't know. I, I find that 
if we had a radio show, that would be a bit that we could, you know, go on and on about for months. What is we your could call what is the your, guy back? Uh, can I do this? What is your uh yeah, I want to do this. What what's your voicemail number? 479-221-9393. All right. Let's What does it sound like when we call your voicemail number? Hi, this is Adam. You've reached the voicemail for Geeky Gay. You can leave a message at the tone. Please keep in mind any recording may be played on the show. See you soon. And yet, and yet they, he left the message. He did. Oh, you yeah, clearly say, he, "Hi, this is Adam from Geeky Gay." Leave yes. it in whatever you say may get played on the show. Well, that's <laughs> like. Yeah, but I'll, and that's the thing. I don't know because this tip line may have been this particular article that I'm looking at. They were looking to make a documentary or something like that. So I'm wondering if the guy thought, oh, by show, maybe he means he's doing a, you know, like a true crime (laughs) show or, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. And they're still looking for, I I have no, I have no idea, but I just thought. And maybe, you know, maybe it is a prank. Maybe someone knew all that and also knew about this murder. And it was, I, I don't know. It, you, you never know. But you, I was just. You never know, Adam. I was blown. Here, I'm going to put, I'm actually going to put the audio in the episode audio folder mm-hmm. so that you can, oops, nope. That's not what I want to do. Uh, I want to put that in the folder. Uh, yeah. I think it's this one. Exactly. So I'm putting it. Do you do you have in the episode? Do you audio have a folder. Missy Wit podcast that you're not telling us about? Like, do you? Is it's it, the MB eight hundred dash blah 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 dot it, wave. Is your Missy Wit podcast weekly or daily? <laughs> it's daily, but I didn't know. I didn't know it was about Missy Wit. It's the daily Missy Wit podcast. I, I think you can work that into your uh, intro of your show. Maybe, maybe I can. Wait, where did you and put it? In the episode audio. Oh, folder. in the episode audio folder. MD yeah. message. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what you got. Yeah, Adam. Uh, just wondering. I think I called you earlier. I didn't know if uh, uh-huh. you got the email or the voicemail or not. But yeah, uh-huh. are you still doing any investigation on Melissa Witt? Yes. I think I have found some pretty good information. Oh. And. Uh, you know, he sounds he like back with me. He sounds he like didn't he didn't get my uh, voicemail. The phone he's going to give his number, so oh, you might want to stop. Blah 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 blah. I just don't want to edit it. Yeah, that's in Fort Smith. Uh huh. And I'll be here from nine to five daily. Daily. Have a safe day. Bye. What does he do? He work daily. He's going to be daily. nine to five daily. Nine to five daily. <laughs> you can find me nine to five daily. I Not weekdays. Nope. Nine to five daily. See that near you're thinking, wait, so is it his home? And he's only there from nine to five? And because he goes out drinking sounds, at night? He or? sounds too old to be working. He sounds like he's in his 90s or something. I mean, or, I was he, or is he just being extra polite, assuming that you, the hardworking producer... Only works nine to five. Maybe. And yeah. Why would you anyway, call it's me? crazy. I now I want to research this murder that I apparently have a tip line for. I didn't know. I'm I'm shirking my responsibility. I, feel, I was I supposed feel to be like, manning this right. tip line. I feel like he also sent an email because he said 
he referenced sending an email. Well, he said, or email or whatever. Right. But what I'm saying, he, I think he, he must have sent an email and then also called a tip line. Oh, I don't know. That didn't come to me. Right. We, but I'm saying, so what I'm saying, so I get email. that. I get that. What my point is, is at least you don't have to like, cause my thought would be, oh, maybe I should try to find these Missy Wit people and call them and like say, <laughs> oh, hey, I'm getting your voicemails. You want to call this guy back? But now if he says email, he has an email also, then it's like, oh, well then he, the email went through. That went to somebody else. <laughs> Mark said, Mark said, Boyfi, are you, you should call the police and in Fort Smith and let them know, give them this guy's number in case they, it's a cold case. You know, no one at that. He didn't say department. it's a cold case, but it, it is a cold case. It's, it is. I Googled Missy Witt. I, I Googled Missy Witt and I saw it said cold case. You know, Twitter has a lot of really stupid features. Okay. One of them is the ability to bookmark a tweet. And I am trying to find out where I find those. All right, there we go. There we go. I found it. Adam, you know, yes. we used to have segments on this show that were, uh, we had more segments on the show than we used to. We, we had more segments on the show than we do now. Like we, we had the celebrity death phone. We had things like that that were going on. I read something on Twitter the other day and I laughed out loud. And I thought to myself, hey, we should have a little segment like the tweet of the week, like a a tweet of the week, a tweet of the week. Some, you know, something that that somebody tweeted that that made you laugh or it was like it it won the Internet, as the kids say. And this week's tweet of the week. Do we have uh, let me let me see if I got this here. This week's tweet of the week comes from Big Fatty from uh, Big Fatty Online in reply to Sam in the Hinterlands. Sam in the Hinterlands wrote, Why must the corporate world say things like apply the learnings, clarify that ask, operationalize the strategy strategy and information artifacts? And Fatty replied, I'll stick a pin in this for later. (laughs) So, So congratulations, Big Fatty. You had the mix minus tweet of the week. Cyclone, tell him what he's won. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I was just, it's like, it's oh yeah. True. Yeah. It's Fatty, true. Fatty I, doesn't just do farts and burps. Sometimes he, uh, you know, makes a funny comment. Sometimes, well, you know, Daniel. Sometimes to, he's a delightfully funny old man. We need to get together and create some synergy and. <laughs> we can synergize that. See to determine these, if we have the bandwidth to the resources. Have we done to, a uh, report against the KPIs and uh, make sure that the ROI on that is acceptable? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on ROI. I used to tell my, my Roy? boss. I used to tell my boss, I can make the numbers look any way you want them. Just tell me how much ROI you would like, mm-hmm. and I will, I will make a graph that says that. <laughs> we make graphs. Graphs that's are really fun. I, that's how I feel about ROI. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kathy Marshall says his plate is full. Oh, so Cyclone says, not to, to belabor my, my previous topic, but he says, Adam and Mark need to take a field trip to Fort Smith to investigate. <gasps> you should. Sydney is... And I could take my Zoom recorder and, and interview the guy in yes. VR style. Well, all, and take a video, a, take your, your video, use your phone, your, a, your GoPro, whatever, take some video and then send it to me and we'll put it on our YouTube channel. And the, you know, and have the background music and it was just a, a normal day for Bob 
Goodman, Missy Whit, as he was walking along the, the leaf-strewn path. And you have some piano music playing in the background. And then he comes in saying, yeah, I was just out, let my dog pee. And I saw some blood on that oak tree. You're <laughs> or just, whatever. You're just going to keep know. going, aren't you? Just, yeah. no, just, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, wait, there's, a, there's a promo for the documentary. You want to you hear that? Let's see. Let's see if we can do this real quick here. Panning, uh, Not a single day goes by that I don't think about the case. That sounds like what did I Bob. Forget? What did I do wrong? You know, where's this guy at? That, that was the captain. Day. That was J.C. Ryder, the chief of police. Six years later, it's a case that still has law enforcement oh! searching for answers. What a shitty voiceover. December 1st, 1994. Oh God, speak like a normal person, robot. The community of Fort Smith, Arkansas. Of Fort Smith, Arkansas. For 19-year-old Melissa Witt, yes. it started out like a typical day. But Melissa- this was no ordinary typical day. I don't know why. Well, the, the I don't know why Witt. I'm making fun of a, of a murder documentary. I, but. I was laughing about earlier on Geeky Gay, and I said, I, no offense to Missy. I'm not laughing at her death. Rest in peace. But I just think it's funny that I'm getting tips. <laughs> what would this high school cheerleader and a gay podcast have in common? You're Who a- knows? I, you know, I, I have, I, I may have, you know, stumbled upon a gold mine in a voicemail line i may get who knows six months from now i may get another tip oh if they release the documentary you might get I, uh, tons of them i may solve the crime on my podcast i could be the next uh what was cereal. that podcast that everyone cereal. was in cereal yeah. i could be the next cereal i, I un- feel like un- you would be more like the next tiger king probably all right now adam uh we 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 need to Smart take home a- issues yeah yeah what what's happening? First. What's what's going on with your? Well, actually, this this could be a technology segment, even though we don't have one. We don't. Um, so I have. We did not have this problem in our other house, but I have, as you know, all of these smart switches. Yes. Some and I have plugs, and we have all kinds of different a smart hodgepodge things. of equipment. And we create on our Echo. We create all these scenes so that we can say Echo. Yes. It's bedtime or Echo, turn on living room lights. Yes. Well, ever since we've moved, and I do realize some of our infrastructure is new. Some of our switches are new and stuff like that, but some of them are not. And it seems to be happening with all of them, Mm -hmm. not just the new ones. Okay. We will say, Echo, turn on living room overhead. Yes. And she'll say, I'm sorry. Living room overhead is not responding. Ah, so no, and no, then, wait, wait, let me stop you right there. Are any of those lights on a Philips uh, Hue hub? No. Okay, so these are not on a hub. No, these are all directly Wi-Fi. Okay. And then we'll say it a second time, and it will magically work. Yes. Now, sometimes it takes three times. Sometimes <laughs> it takes four times. Sometimes it doesn't work at all, but it's, yes. it's not consistent. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if it has to do with Wi-Fi because, but see, this hasn't changed either. This is what's crazy. We've always had an Orbi, both in the other house and in this house, we have an Orbi Wi-Fi extender setup where we have two units 
we have one upstairs and we have one downstairs. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe, I don't think this would matter because it's the same Wi-Fi. It's the same SSID, but maybe there's some struggling going on where they're switching between the two Orbeez or like, I don't know, but I don't even know how I would solve that even if that was the case. And it never happened at the other house. Are you Same sure? Equipment. Is it using Wi-Fi or is it using Zigbee over Bluetooth? No, it's using Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah, it's, they're all using Wi-Fi. All of our, everything is Wi-Fi. So the only thing I can think of there, you're, you're absolutely using, you're not using the 5G Wi-Fi. You're not using the 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi, right? You are using I'm the I'm pretty two. sure most of them are 2.4. I don't think they do 5 gig gigahertz. Okay, good. Yeah, most of them don't. But I'm just saying, if so, the, the range on 5 gig. I, I don't want to say 5G anymore because th- I, that sounds confusing. Like you're talking about cell phone 5G, yeah, which is a right, completely right, right. different. We're talking about five gigahertz bandwidth on your internal home Wi-Fi. Yes. Uh, Tim in Alaska says, stomping foot. I said, open the pod bay doors. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, that's literally what we're doing. We're like, echo, turn on living room right. lights. Echo. What I have found. Turn on living room lights. Right. What I have found. Damn it, Echo. <laughs> Yeah, what I have found is, for whatever reason, the Google Home is better at controlling the stuff than um, our Madam A. I don't want to trigger anyone's echo out there by saying her name. But so, like, if I ask her to start the Roomba, she may or may not do it, but Google never fails. Like, when I say Google, you know, start the Roomba um, in the bedroom, it does it. It doesn't need to, it doesn't, if it needs to retry, it does it quietly. It doesn't just assume a failure condition, I guess. So I found that the Google home software is working better for those things than, but the reason I was talking about the Philip Hue, anyone out there that has a Philip Hue hub, like I do, which are um, the newer Philip light bulbs are all individual, but it used to be that you would get them in a kit with a hub and you could have up to 200 lights on the hub and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the point is, is that there was a firmware update for that that needs to go through because um, that was the problem with mine is that suddenly all of the hue lights were showing up as not, you know, none of the automated systems could operate them. And then I dug into it a little bit and it was, a, it was a, there was a firmware update that didn't automatically trigger on the Philips Hue hub, which I thought maybe would have been your problem, but it's not. So, well, there could have been, and it could be that echo is just having struggling doing those. I haven't tried now. I haven't tried my Google home. Now this is so. what's going to happen, Adam. This is what's going to happen. There are going to be tweets from Baron Frosty. I told you, see, it's like the, the technology in their house is too much trouble. And it's like, there's just going to be Kathy Bacon tweets out there going like, yeah, that's what happens when you turn your house over to, you know, the, the AI, yeah, to the, the AI and privacy. And uh, I just wanted to clarify this right now, even though I occasionally have hiccups in my system, I still use it every day, multiple times a day. I could not possibly imagine going back to having to go find a light switch on a wall somewhere to turn them on. And oh no, I, I, yes. I love it. I, it's just, I, we weren't having this particular No, I just wanted to clarify the that place. these are not deal breaking things. These are minor little hiccups and the overall convenience of the smart home is so much bigger and better than the, the small little hiccups that you may have. Right. And let's, and let's face it, you and I are trailblazers. We are the we are the ones that try things out first. On the bleeding edge. We understand that there are gonna be and I know smart homes have been around for a while, but we've also I've been doing it for a long time. I've been using various things for a long time. But 
there it's still in it in its infancy though there are going to be lots of improvements and it'll start being included in homes by default more and more often and you know I'm just not sure how to troubleshoot this one because it's a variety of brands. Well, Adam, if like we that, only had so. a technology segment, we could I know, answer Fatty it, does, so maybe he oh, could. Oh, you should absolutely call into the Big Fatty Show. But you know what, Adam, right now, uh, we should take a break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I'm looking here at the Hickory Farms website. That's at hickoryfarms.com. Now, if, if anyone wants to send it, me a gift is basket. Is it Hickory? Hickoryfarms.com. Hickory Farms. If, if anyone wants to send me a Hickory Farms gis- gift basket. For Christmas, uh, yeah, just oh, let me know. See, Adam, I was okay. giving you, I was giving you a suggestion. Let it. Oh, I wasn't going to continue that thought because I thought, oh, mm-hmm. now don't you say know. anything. Now I know what to get for Daniel. Right. Uh, make sure <laughs> a the, Harry and David pear box. Oh, not right. The, the Harry and David pear boxes. Uh, let's see. What what is it? Chocolate word? covered golden. No, I pears don't. You, or I don't like chocolate, and you know that. I don't know what you like. I know you like peppermint. But you know oh, that I don't peppermint coated. <laughs> you know that I don't. I like the really all right, peppermint coated here's, pears. Here's what makes the perfect Christmas gift box for me. It's got to have crackers. It's got to basically have charcuterie in it. It's got to have the, the crackers, the cheese and the sausage. That's all I'm there for. The crackers, the cheese and the sausage. And what Daniel is saying and is the sweet he's there for the sausage. I am. I'm there for the sausage. Um, and the crackers and the cheese. I love charcuterie. I, I could make, I, you know what? Uh, I think this is further down on the Trello, so I'm just going to switch it around with uh, I'm not a big fan of meats, else. of meat trays. I've just never been a big fan of meat trays. Oh, you know what? I didn't even put it's it not, You know what, Adam? We, we got some other stuff to do, but go yes. ahead. Uh, while I do this, why don't you do that? Add it to the Trello that we should talk about what we're going to eat for Christmas. Uh, because we talked oh, about talking where, about Where it. are we talking about it? Uh, after we do the contact segment, which, which, which we're going to do right now. Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. No, I did use my new mute button during that because the music Ooh. was playing. So even if there was a little bit of noise from the button, mm-hmm. no one would hear so it. So if it, during editing, if I don't hear you scream out, God damn it, Daniel, trying to make me do things that I don't want to do, then I know <laughs> that it, it's not working. Adam, we have three, count them, three voicemails uh, coming in uh, for us. Let's play them in order, shall we? Starting with uh, this one. Hello, Adam and Daniel. Yes, I had to think about my name there. Appearing didn't in alphabetical order. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, just listening to your not latest. Has he got COVID? His voice sounds lower. Show. <laughs> yes. Um, hey, uh, I don't mean to point this out to you, Daniel, 
Oh, uh, that means he totally wants to point this. Totally wants to point it out. To Auntie Vera mm-hmm. has pointed out. You mean Scott? Scott, Scott out yes. of your other show, but mm-hmm. you know, just because the hotel or an office building in crazy, weird, superstitious America doesn't have a button with yes. the number thirteen on yes, it, yes, yes, it still has a thirteenth floor. Nope. It's just that for stupid people, they've called it. 14, but it's still the 13th floor. Hey, and just for fun, if you really like to mess with Americans when you travel, when you book a hotel, I always request a room on the 13th floor. That messes with their heads. And when you turn up at reception and ask for it, they are just, their little tiny minds are blown. Oh, wow. And then when you point out to them, Someone earning probably four dollars oh, an hour and hoping. That oh my God! Just be smirching hotel like workers here. For every interaction, yeah. when you point out to them, you do realize that there is a thirteenth floor. You've just. Oh my God! All right, so our voicemail cut them off at a minute and thirty seconds. So, um, I just I would like to point out that Scotty is always moaning and complaining about how poor he is. Mm-hmm. But there are two things that stand out in my mind. He travels more than anyone else I know. Yes. And that requires money. But then the second thing is he's besmirching the amount of money a hotel worker makes when he himself complains about being poor all the time. And he also called him tiny brained. It's like uh, not everyone who works in a hotel is tiny brained. He was he was doing it to be funny, Adam. It's fine. I know. He doesn't actually mean it. Let's let's listen to our next voicemail, which I suspect is a continuation of that one. Let's see. Let's wait. I don't know if that actually recorded. Did it send properly? <laughs> Suddenly, when I looked at the screen, it just had a giant send button there. So I don't even know if it got all my message. Please let me know. Don't play the recording if it was cut off. Well, thank you. We're too late. <laughs> We've already played. <laughs> Adam, I we like to be fresh. Mm-hmm. We got another uh, voicemail. And it's exactly a minute and 30 seconds long, which means that it was cut off, possibly. Are we ready? Are we pl- yes. Are we, yeah, we're ready. ready. Let's see. So I'm just listening to your latest, not really, uh, uh-huh. Level 13 show. Uh-huh. Hearing oh, he's going to start oh, it again. Way, hi, Adam mm-hmm. and Daniel. Hi. Oh, you missed the whole uh, alphabetical joke about, that you did the first uh, time? I found a lift somewhere that had the button for Level 13. Yes. Uh, Elevator. You realize yes. that there actually is a thirteenth floor. Yes, they no. just called it yes. fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yep. That's that's this that's is new right. information to me. There's a little Christmas treat for you to oh. wrap your heads around. Well, Merry and Christmas hey, to me. Hey, hey, can you pause when it a I second? Travel, sure. Something that yes. Uh, I think um, if you really want to blow up the mind of an American, yeah hotel worker uh-huh. when you're going to a hotel in america yeah go down to the front desk and ask them for a room on the 13th floor oh you mean when you're that, checking in you mean like when you're checking yeah. in make, a, a request a room on the, that's yeah that would be hilarious adam that I, I wonder what they do their mind their, their little hotel worker mind would just, just explode yeah <sighs> do we need to finish this you know what i'm gonna see if i can can i skip ahead Here's how it died. Here's how. Here's how his final voicemail died. Four dollars a day to work there. <laughs> all the uh, one percenters like Adam are uh-huh. taking all the money away from right. the poor working class. Yeah, of, but oh, of course, it's of course. Fun. You should try. Oh, there you go. That's, that's where it got cut off. We don't know. We don't know what we should try. 
<sighs> I'm sure we'll his know, next we'll words were, you should try, you know, respecting all human beings, regardless of how much money they make. <laughs> yeah, probably. You're my kind of job that they, they choose to, to have. Anyway, uh, thank you, Scotty. We, I think we, it would be fun to work at a hotel. We appreciate it. I realized that not putting the 13th floor on an elevator uh, panel doesn't mean that the 13th floor was removed. I get that. But people are superstitious and for whatever reason. this. But you know what? Room, uh, sometimes hotels are off anyway because they have a lobby and a lower lobby and then floor one. And to me, I'm like, well, wait, that's like, like, that's like the third floor already. And uh, I believe it's in the UK. Theirs starts at zero. Oh, well, and I never understood that. A bunch of programmers made that one. It's just like, well, you start at zero. Um, you don't start counting at one. There may be some hotels out there that have a 13th floor that the elevator completely skips and they just don't put anything on yeah, that floor. there could be. Or maybe there are secret There's offices not. or something. Actually, I think there. what they would probably do in that case is they would make the 12th floor two-story. Like make a, a two-story 12th floor in the middle of the building. Oh, they could. Yeah, yeah. and like a little atrium kind of area. And it's like, oh, look, you can, there's no 13th floor because the 12th floor is two stories. Anyway, uh, that, that's just one of those weird, stupid conventions. I don't even know if it's still modern. I don't know like if new buildings built today still don't have 13 on them on the elevator panels. Like, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, Adam. Yes. That was our voice minute. we get any emails this week? I don't think so. All right. Well, then in that case, uh, thank you very much, Scotty. We appreciate it. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can uh, use your browsing device on your cellular telephonic device and go to uh, the URL. Well, you want to use your hypertext transport protocol uh, device and point it to a URL of HTTP colon slash slash voicemail dot mix minus podcast dot com. There was that. Was that? It was easy. Three, two, one. Excellent. Uh, Adam. Yes, Daniel. Oh, you froze up there for a second. That was weird. We no, I didn't. I was. Uh, we did get an email. Sorry. I know you just played the. I know you just played the outro music, but we did get an email. Who's it from, Adam? It's from Baron Frosty. Uh, Do you want to hear it? Yes, I want to hear it. Hi guys. Oh, that's RT Cruiser. Sorry. I don't. I don't know if I can do a Baron Frosty accent, so it'll just be in my own voice. Hi. Hi, I'm Baron Frosty. Hi, guys. It made me sad that you've never gotten an email for your contact section, so here you go. I was reading an article about the architecture of early Spanish missions in the now American Southwest, formerly New Spain, Mm -hmm. only recently discovered these mission churches were designed in such a way that the winter solstice at dawn... The sun sends a beam through a hole yes. to illuminate a specific holy relic on the altar relevant to the local Native American people being converted to Christianity. These agrarian people were well aware of the solstices and their relation to the harvest calendar. This illumination feat surely seemed like inspirational magic to the local people. The article blew my mind. Researchers discovered this by being curious why the churches were built off square from surrounding structures. Can you imagine experiencing this at the start of it all? Also, how many years ago did this light show slip away, lost to history? The photos of the phenomena online are stunning, and I recommend your listeners Google and find them. Truly a wonderful, beautiful holiday feeling. Have a wonderful evening. So there's a, there's a couple of things about this. N- number one, the building that my company has, it like, the seventh floor of our building during the 
there's like a specific day of the year because we we would always gather on the floor, but uh, a specific day of the year, like June 13th or whatever, at 4.02 p.m., the sun drops down to it's directly in the hallway. Like it's it's perfectly framed at one end of the hallway and it shines all the way down the hallway. You know, it's, it, yeah. but it only happens on that day at that time. And so we have like this annual goofy little celebration there where we uh, gather around on the seventh floor for the, for the sun sunbeam thing. But um, the other thing is the nine 11 Memorial in New York city has several different things that happen at the exact moment of the, the crash. So at um, 11, 11 AM, I think you'd have to Google it, but there's, 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 there's several different memorials around the country that have things like that. Like at a specific time and date of the year, the sun will light up something perfectly within the, the, the structure that was built. Um, and I want to say like the Holocaust museum had something like, that. Anyway, yeah, it, it's, it's cool. Those, those things have always been interesting to me. Like the, all those documentaries that talk about those kind of things. Cause like, wasn't like Stonehenge, it lines up during the equinox yeah. when different mm-hmm. stars line up and different, and the moon lines up in different places. Yeah. So. I don't know the exact thing, but yes. It's almost as if uh, our ancestors, who I'm sure only made $4 an hour, uh, somehow <laughs> figured these things out and were like, oh, wow. But they did not build 13th floors. They did not. Be- mainly because the construction at the time really limited how high they could actually build a building because they hadn't invented steel yet. But anyway, thank you very much, Baron Frosty, for that email. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate. We really are appreciative. In the middle of our contact it. segment, which I'll totally edit out the first time that we ended it and uh, make sure that I'm not going to edit it. It's no. You get a double dose. That's what you get. You get a double, double dose of contact. This double week. dose of contact. We were talking, and when I say we, I mean Adam. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't talk. When, when I say we, I mean Zach and myself. When we were driving back from Disney, we were talking about what we wanted to have for Christmas dinner. Is now, it going to be paleo? No, Keto, I mean. No, it won't. Is what I meant. It won't. And I have decided, I think, that what I really want for Christmas dinner are eggs benedict and pancakes. So I think oh. that that's uh, actually what we're going to have for Christmas dinner this year. Eggs Benedict in pancake. Now, here's the question for you, Adam. Do I make the hollandaise sauce myself? Do I go buy a whole bunch of eggs and, and make the hollandaise sauce? Or do I just buy the, the hollandaise sauce mix? I don't like hollandaise sauce all that much, but I think you definitely make it yourself. If you're going to, it's a special dinner. It is a special dinner. You should put the love and care into it to do it yourself. I Hollandaise, totally think that. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tim in Alaska, who's in our chat room right now. Hollandaise sauce is like a bitch to make, isn't it? Isn't it like one of those no, things? No, you because you can if you get a little too much citrus in it, and it curdles the the egg yolk. And if you you have to do a thing where you have to heat it, but then you have to mix things in without causing it to curdle. So you have to like slowly i don't know if they're any good but i've seen on different cooking shows where they'll do a food processor or blender hollandaise where they'll put the one part of it in the blender turn it on and then pour well, in i have the I, yeah i think it's just egg oil yolk. or whatever yeah, it's and egg it yolk and butter and makes it's, it's, a, it's yeah largely what it is is egg yolk and butter but i and and some lemon juice or lime and you know if you had a vitamix you wouldn't even need to cook any of it because no you just vitamix heat it right up right so, there in the vitamix the vitamix gets so fast it yeah. heats i know i've heard this no I, I have a i have a cuisinart yeah if you get yeah. the hollandaise sauce too hot it will separate 
that. No, the Cuisinart will not. It's you have to have a Vitamix. No, I don't want to get the, it too hot, Adam, or else I'll, I'll separate the uh, thing. Oh, someone has given me a, a Vitamix Hollandaise picture. There it is. Yeah, it can make it. There it is. Look at that. Those are lovely. Those are lovely eggs Benedict there. So yeah, eggs Benedict and uh, uh, pancakes. That is what. You know what we're I think have. you want with your eggs Benedict? What? I think you want a little bit of arugula. No. Yeah, you need a little pepperiness to cut the the fattiness of the egg and the hollandaise sauce. I, I think a nice, just a little bed of arugula, mm-hmm. even in between the the muffin and the egg and no, the ham. No, no, that's not an just eggs benedict. Now you're making something else. Well, it, it's an eggs benedict with arugula. I don't think I'm actually going to make eggs benedict. I think it, it'll be eggs benedict, but instead of Canadian bacon, I'll probably use salmon or something because. Uh, well, then it's not an eggs. Oh, you're complaining about my arugula, and you're switching out the meat. What are you having for Christmas dinner, Adam? I don't know. Maybe I'll have. Maybe I'll shoot a deer. Yeah. And have venison. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm really not sure. I haven't thought about it at all. I. There are so many options out there. We didn't do turkey for Thanksgiving. I could do. Some sort of roast bird. Some kind of roast beast. I could try prime rib again because although I really enjoyed it, there are a couple of things I would have done differently that I I would like to try again as I try to perfect my prime rib recipe. So I'm not, I'm not, I have not put enough thought in it. So I don't know. Don't know. But I definitely need to think it. I definitely need to start thinking about it because we buy groceries on Sundays and I'm pretty sure. The grocery store won't be open on Christmas Day, and I'm pretty sure we don't want to be in the grocery store on the 24th, so we prob- I probably need to know by Sunday what my meal is going to be. You should, yeah. So that I can buy the ingredients. So you can get the ingredients, yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam, I-, I know that you and Mittens like to do the working out thing. We hate it, but we do it. Yes. So I found... Uh, you know, well, not found. One of the YouTube channels that I watch and I have watched for over the years is a channel called Wheezy Waiter. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, he's a yeah. YouTuber from a long time ago. Anyway, he just did a video this past week. I think it's titled something like, I worked out for 200 days. Here's what happened. Kind of a thing. But it, he was, he signed up for this thing called Delta Trainer. Have you ever heard of Delta Trainer? No. So it's an app. And you get assigned a personal fitness trainer who gives you a workout every day. So all you have to do is show up. That's all you have to do. That that's the only commitment you have to make is to show up because then you're videoing with your trainer right there. And he's like walking, he's like, okay, now do 10 of these now do, you know, 12 of this, whatever equipment he tailors it to whatever equipment you have, whatever needs that you, you have. And then over at different periods of time, you like, you know, uh, check your weight and check your things and then decide whether you like your progress or not. And then they can, you can check. Anyway, the whole point of it is, is it's a, it's a personal trainer. I know you guys do those kind of, you know, uh, huh. PX nineties or whatever like that. It didn't seem like it was horribly expensive. It's $69 a month or $59 a month. I forget which one somewhere in that area. That's how much we pay for YouTube TV. <laughs> we, yeah. Uh, do, now, do you know, is that per person? So like if both I of do us not. were doing I it? I know nothing about it other than I trust Wheezy Waiter and he was very, very happy with it because one Did I, he get good results? You can watch his video and see. 
I feel like for 200 days, yeah, he got good results. But I think it's, the point of it is, is that the, the biggest hindrance to doing working out a lot of times is knowing exactly what you need to do. And to, so to have that piece of the equation gone so that all you have to do is show up for your workout. And then you've got someone there that's laying out an exact program for what you need to do for that day and then tracking your progress and then slowly making things more complicated uh, and working you up to, to the area that you want. I just feel like I've uh, been working out so long that I don't really have that problem of knowing what to do. I I think I know what to do, but I think having a trainer does give you more of the um, accountability, more of the, Hey, I have this person who's showing up every day at a set time. I, because yeah. this is a live thing, or is it something where they're just telling you? I think that what to do. There are periodic live calls with your personal uh-huh. trainer, like live video calls with yours, but they lay out a plan for you, and it, those sounded like they might be pre-recorded. You know, like okay, but but it's personalized. So it's like, okay, Adam. Here's what, but they may record them all on a Monday or whatever, like for your entire week. Like, okay, Adam, today you're going to do this. And uh, so let's get going. And, you know, now I need you to do 10 push ups. Now I need you to do, uh, you know, five squats or whatever. I don't know how it all works. I just know that, that Craig, that's Wheezy Waiter, seemed to really like it. I would highly recommend, Adam, that you watch his video. I, I will look into it. Yeah, watch watch his video it. about it. And then you, because he shows a lot of what happens in it. It seemed interesting to me, but uh, Zach and I don't work out. Like our workout is walking around Disney. That's what we do. <laughs> Although I would like to say uh, something that, that we always make a joke about when we're at Disney. Okay. We have friends who are your friends as well that have gone to the park with us before. And they, there's this one gentle slope in Epcot from the UK pavilion to the France pavilion. And they call it, that hill like like that like it's mount epcot or something they they will literally <laughs> avoid going there because they don't want to walk up the the bridge to go across the two okay. because it's just and they also refer to animal kingdom as hilly it's it's too hilly adam, um, adam we live in florida florida is like the flattest state that there is it's hilly i don't like the animal kingdom because it's too hilly. are they friends that li- also live in florida Yes, they're friends that okay. live here in Florida. I don't, you know, I'm not calling anyone out. I could guess. Well, it, if you were to guess who they were, of course, I wouldn't say one way or the other. But I mean, you're well, free I'm, to, to I'm guess. I'm getting a name. I'm getting a name in my head. Yeah, um, yeah. What What do you think that? Who? Who? What's your guess, Adam? What's your guess? I'm I'm trying to think of a funny way to say it, but I can't think of it. So I'm thinking of Taylor and Babalu. That's who I'm thinking of. game it's the news game it's the news game i won't tell you who it was you'll have to figure it out on your own it is the news game segment of the show this is a segment of the show where adam will read me five questions from the new york times friday news quiz and i using only my head brain and mouth words will give the correct answer and then, uh, because I get too many things correct, Adam has to dilute my awesome correctness with a random 
Trivial Pursuit card, which I most assuredly will, will miss most of. Anyway, Adam, uh, oh, if, if you want to play along, you can head over to nytimes.com and check out the news quiz for yourself. And uh, Adam, what, what is our first question this evening? Where was the first coronavirus vaccine given in the United States? Um, the first, uh, so I watched the Today Show. That's my morning show that I've been watching since the election. Prior to that, it was Morning Joe on MSNBC. But anyway, I've been watching the Today Show and I think, I know it was on the East Coast because they were very excited about the fact that they were going to, you know, live, you know, here's recent footage of someone who just got the very first, um, so it's East Coast. I would imagine New York because that's like a huge freaking East Coast city. I think it was New York because that's where all the TV people are. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. All right. It is. Correct. New York City. New York City. New York City. Get a rope. Yeah, what, are, what are the other choices out of that? Uh, you had Miami, you had Washington, and you had Los Angeles. Yeah. Now, they wouldn't do West Coast because then it would be noon on the East Coast when that happened. Like, they, they, wanted to, they wanted people to see it in the morning. Russian hackers broke into multiple U.S. agencies in one of the most sophisticated and perhaps largest attacks in years. Years. Which company's software was compromised, giving the hackers a foothold into government systems? Uh, it starts with an ad. What are my choices? What are my choices? Logic Monitor? No. Nagios? No. Solar Winds Solar or Wireshark? Solar Winds, Adam. It was, it was just on the, the tech news show today. Ah. That is correct, Daniel. Yay! All right. Let's see. President-elect, I'm really giving you softballs today. You are. Um, President-elect is Joe Biden. President-elect Joe Biden Oops. nominated Pete Buttigieg above yes. Yes. for which cabinet position? Oh, yeah. The memes have been hot and heavy this week uh, with the <laughs> uh, the rush hour uh, meme there. But yeah, it's for transportation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm giving you all these easy you, ones. Yes, I'm giving you the very easy ones, Adam. Does he have any experience in transportation? I mean, he was the the mayor. <laughs> so he had to drive to work? What? I, what? I don't know. I don't know Pete Buttigieg's background. Which professional sports team will change its name after years of protests from fans and Native American groups. Uh, so it was the Indians, but now this is the tricky part because I don't know enough about sports to know what city they were from. Uh, what are, is there just one that says the Indians? Uh, there is. And what's the, what's the city? Cleveland Indians. Yes, it's them. Yeah, you're correct. It's the, it's um, the Indians. I knew that. Because I know that the the red side or the 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 Washington team that was the Washington Redskins or something like that they changed their name last year to the baseball team or the basketball team from Washington or something silly like that. They, like their their that was their name was the the basketball team from Washington. <laughs> All of these are fairly easy. I just want to say so. Oh, this okay. is this yeah. is a this is an easy week. Why Adam, was the Adam, city it's of always Paris? easy? Is always easy if you read the oh. news. <laughs> All right. Um, yes. Let's do this one. Why was the city of Paris fined 90,000 euros? <laughs> because they had too much cheese. Uh, it was uh, 
it was a horrible thing. They, they were, uh, just mounds and mounds of cheese just laying all over the street. Nope. That's incorrect. I'm kidding. I'm Uh, kidding. What are my choices? uh, I don't know what they were, what they were. Appointing too many women to top positions, (laughs) discriminating against religious institutions, flouting environmental regulations or violating coronavirus restrictions. I feel like, I, I feel like it's not the women. It's not the, so I feel like it wants me to pick the coronavirus because that seems like, oh yeah, it's coronavirus. They must've gotten fined for something like that. I don't know. Well, uh, I gonna, gave you multiple choice. Just I know. One. Okay. Uh, the, 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 uh, the coronavirus one. Sure. Appointing too many women to top positions. We are French. We prefer our women <laughs> at the bottom. The French government fined the city of Paris 90,000 euros uh, which is about $110,000 after women wow. were appointed to fill 11 of the 16 open top city jobs, which simultaneously broke and fulfilled the spirit of a 2012 law aimed at correcting gender imbalances in government. Everyone service. knows that we need men to fill the openings. So you got four out of five just just for a bonus. Yes. Do you know which film star was recorded shouting at a film crew? Oh, Tom Cruise. Tom COVID-19? Cruise was batshit crazy the other day on the. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So, all right, all Adam. Right. Well, now I'm ready uh, for our next little. I'm not ready though. No, I was lying. called out uh, by Sater sixty nine. Never on heard of Twitter. Him. Never heard of him. And he said I should not be reading the correct answer in the middle of this minute. So I will give you the option. Would no, you like I th- me I, to I'm stop fine. reading the answer? No, I'm fine with you reading the answer in the in in the okay. in the question. It's, we are going to put the sports one as the last question. It's very Jane Lynch because she does that on that uh, you are the missing link or whatever she says. She the says, weakest no, I'm link. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The answer was five. All right. So here we go. Uh, I mean, if you were doing like a Trebek where you repeated it multiple times, that would interfere with my, my time. Anyway, let's put 60 seconds on the big clock. The game begins in three, two, one. What ocean does the Amazon River empty into? The Indian. Wrong. The Atlantic Ocean. What Seinfeld wag claims an unbalanced record of staunch heterosexuality? Seinfeld wag? Seinfeld wag. Character. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, Ellen. Ellen. George Costanza. What two European powers declared war on Germany in September 3rd, 1939? Uh, The UK and France. Yep, that is correct. Uh, what were exterminated from Harvard's biolabs when they were found to be carrying radioactive chemicals into the walls? Oh, wow. Um, uh, uh, mice. That would be ants. Uh, what northern country welcomes visitors to a town called Go Home? Uh, uh, Alaska. No, wait, Norway. Canada. What name did the athletic teams oh, go by at the Jack so Nicholas excited. High School? Are you not hearing the uh, the the horn there that the thing is in? No, I do, but I was trying to I was trying to get to the end. Mm. So I so got one. You got, uh, you got one out of five. One yeah. out of five, Adam. That is the. Uh, it's better than I've done in the past. There's <laughs> been times that I've. Yeah. So we take the the four out of five plus the one out of five. Well, that gives me five out of five. 
if, I, th- and I think if I'm doing my math there, one out of five and four out of five. Yeah. Doesn't them, that give you? Doesn't yeah, that give you? No, you do that math thing where you put you know one out of five x and then uh, five you know four out of five and then you just add the top the numerators and the denominators. So I it's I got a hundred percent. Adam is what I'm trying to there. say. Congratulations to so. me. Another flawless week of you the got news quiz. You got five out of eleven. That's what Fine. you got. All right, Adam. Uh, yeah. Well, that was that was it. That was the news quiz. That's not even a passing grade. It was. It was. It was. A, absolutely, it was an A. That's my story. I'm saying, I Actually, have a product nowadays, of the American uh, educational system. Back in my day. All right, Adam. Uh, back in my day, we yes. didn't get a an A for ever, for showing up, a participation award. We <laughs> failed. By gummit, we got a pee. We, for, we'd sit down with our gift baskets and we'd eat our sausage and our cheese, our we'd, charcuterie. We'd feel very sad about eating our sausage and cheese. We would. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, I know what we're doing. Uh, every single week, uh, Adam, uh, yeah. our executive producer, that cyclone. I don't, I don't know if you know that or not. He's our executive producer. He's the guy that keeps the lights on in this joint. Uh, he sends us a huge, huge pile of paper that comes uh, in in several different crates. They arrive at our houses every Thursday morning. Uh, and we have, you know, scant few hours just to, to dig through them and to, to work them somehow seamlessly and flawlessly into a show. Uh, this is coming from the Mix Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen for December 18th. Could be could be any year, Adam, but it's December eighteenth. That's that's what we're going for here. All right. Did you know it is National Roast Suckling Pig Day today? No, I did not know that. That's, we were talking about we were. pork earlier. We were. Uh, Tim in Alaska in our chat room just cooked like fifty two piles of pigs or fifty two pounds of pigs or something. Maybe like that's that. why he did it for Maybe National Tim, Roast Suckling Pig Day. He times his cooking. To the national day of whatever day it is that he's cooking. Did you know that suckling pigs are considered a delicacy because their meat is more tender, juicy, and gelatinous? Does suckling pig mean they suckle at their mom's Yes, teat? they're baby pigs. <laughs> they're baby pigs. <laughs> uh, it's also National Ugly Sweater Day today. So if you remember, last week it was National Ugly Jumper Day, but now the U.S. has this... Uh, it's the National Ugly Sweater Day. Uh, here's some statistics from the National Ugly Sweater Day. Uh, 23% of people will buy an ugly sweater. Yeah. Do you have, do you have an ugly sweater? Uh, I don't know if I have one currently. I have bought one before or an ugly shirt, Christmas shirt or something, because, you know, we all have those times when the office throws an ugly sweater day or party or yes, on December like that. 18th. That's when they and, do it. Or, you know, back when COVID didn't exist and all the Filipino parties that we went to, they love a theme. Mm-hmm. They love a theme. And I'm sure we had either an ugly Christmas pajama or an ugly Christmas sweater theme at one point. Nine so, percent of people have celebrated yeah. ugly sweater. Yeah. Uh, so 9% of folks have... Uh, it's just a way for stores to make more money. In 1980, December 18th, 1980, New York State Court of Appeals strikes down the sodomy law. For all I know, sodomy is still illegal in 
Arkansas. No, it was it was decriminalized at a federal level, so it, it kind of uh, all fell after that. But this was when New York State uh, struck that. Anyway, uh, in Disney news, let's see, in 1971, the St. Petersburg High School Green Devil Band performed at Walt Disney World. They were the they first. They were the first. What? <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to go on. Yeah. I was just saying, keep going. Were you going to read the copy? Were you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we were going to do like the New York. Oh, we yes. can do like the Thanksgiving parade thing. It's just like, all right, it's so the St. Petersburg High School Green Devil Band, Adam. Uh, yeah, you know, Daniel, this makes them the first guest high school marching band to ever play at the new Florida theme park. <laughs> That's amazing. Aren't they? Don't they sound great? Uh, right. Uh, in uh, what? 2004, December 18th, Disney Cruise Line set sail for its first 10 day or 10 night holiday cruise from Port Canaveral, Florida. I'm sure. Now, was that its first cruise or just its first 10 night cruise? It was its first 10 night holiday cruise because okay. they do themed holiday cruises and in, in Halloween. Like the cruise that Zach and I took was the Halloween on the high seas cruise. But I'm sure in 2004, uh, Taffy was probably on that ship. Could be. Yeah. She's a, she's like, they, they have, I, so they have the castaway club, which you can be silver, which I think is just your second cruise, your silver. You can be gold, which is after like, you know, 10 cruises or something. And you can be platinum, which is after like 15. And so I, I think Taylor is very happy that he just reached platinum. So like Taylor is a platinum castaway club member. I'm sure uh, Taffy is like diamond. She's like, she's like diamond or some like unobtainium or some crazy. Uh... I don't know. But on that, on that Disney cruise we went on, they were all about Tanzanite the whole damn time. You should look at our Tanzanite bracelets and our Tanzanite. Oh, these Tanzanite. We had a video about where they produce or I don't even, they dig it up. I don't know what they do, where they get Tanzanite and how they put it into all the jewelry and every port we stopped at. Oh, you should check out the Tanzanite locket at the at this store over here on the corner of whatever and whatever. Tan, and Tanzanite. Uh, Adam, on this day, December 18th in 2019, Donald Trump was impeached. <laughs> that means nothing. Oh, I remember it so well. All the hope we had, all the... Uh... No, we had no hope. Uh, yeah, you're right. Mitch McConnell in the Senate don't let anything go through. Uh, also, on December 18th and 1620 was the day that the Mayflower landed at Plymouth Harbor. Now, I know everyone thinks it, it was it was Thanksgiving, right? Because uh, you had, you know, oh, they came across, they re- met the Indians. And I now didn't we think it was Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving because they had already been, they had already been through a hard winter or through a hard something and mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving happened and they, the, the native Americans. Oh, wait, them. I stand corrected. I should read the entire article on December 18, 1620, the British ship Mayflower lands at modern day Plymouth, Massachusetts and yeah. its passengers prepared to begin their new settlement, the Plymouth colony. Uh, but it said on November 11th of 1620, the Mayflower anchored at what is now Provincetown Harbor, Cape Cod. Before going ashore, so uh, they they actually landed first in Cape Cod, and then like a month later, there you go. In 1865, slavery was abolished in America. There was the adoption of the Thirteenth Amendment, and uh, that's uh, uninteresting to me. All right, so um, Adam, there were some top movies 
on December 18th in different years? There have been, yes. I am going to play a theme song from one of these shows, one of these uh, number one movies. I'm, I'm, I am not. Oh, I am there not is one of these that I time. love the theme song to. I'm not killing time talking uh, while I try to find the actual uh, song that might be in here. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Do you know, Adam, what movie this is from? I have no, even, uh, but I'll guess. Mm-hmm. Do you need an easier one, Adam? Is that what you're saying? You, you is, need it, a- is it, is it, is it love story? Oh, Adam, I'm so sorry. No, Exodus. no. Exodus. It, yeah, it was, it was Exodus. Oh, that was was, going back and forth between those two. Uh, I think you was, should play the catchiest uh, one. How about though. this one? Can I play this one instead? Yeah, th- yeah, this one. Stumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. That is the worst video I've I love that song. I love it. Do you know? So I watched the I watched the Dolly Parton documentary that recently came out on yes. Netflix. And I don't know if you've watched it. It's really good. I have if you, not if you're if you're a fan of Dolly or I, if you I like Dolly. Like Dolly like I, I told you before on my Disney should, cruise, uh Linda Carter stole twenty dollars from me and Dolly gave it back. So oh, yes. Good. Mm-hmm. Um Dolly actually wrote that song throughout the taping of the movie and the girls would laugh and laugh and laugh and sit over in the break room and go over you know go over different lyrics that she wanted to put in there and everything and she the the rhythm that you hear she would tap it out with her fingernails on the on the table or whatever and they actually used her fingernail tapping in the song she went into the studio and record herself Tapping, clicking her fingernails. her fingernails. There you go. So there you go. A little trivia. A little trivia. A little nine to five trivia. Unfortunately, yeah. you missed the movie, which was Exodus, nineteen sixty, yeah. December eighteenth. Uh, Exodus. I, was... I have no idea. It seemed to be a very uh, you know they, they were on a ship at sea. I don't know. Uh, on December eighteenth, we'd like to say very happy birthday to Billie Eilish, who turned nineteen. Christine Aguilera turned forty. Katie Holmes forty two, and Sia turned forty five. I had no idea that Sia was forty five. You know, all of those, uh, Christina and Sia, Katie, I think is an actress, so I don't think that counts, but they're all getting into those years where they have a, a more brittle, aged voice. Hmm. That I don't think you remember that from earlier in the yeah, conversation Speaking, today speaking of when I was... brittle, brittle and aged, Keith Richards turned 77, <laughs> Steven Spielberg 74, and Brad Pitt 57. Uh, also, Justin Trudeau, a very hot 49. Uh, Annie Lennox, 66. Oh. Carl Rove, 70. Sissy Spacek, 71. Sissy Spacek, 71. Barbara Mandrell, 19, uh, is 72. I thought she would have been older than that. 
I believe Sissy Spacek was in one of my favorite all-time movies. The Coal Miner's Daughter? The Coal Miner's Daughter. I believe she I think it was a Coal Miner's Daughter. Oh, I'm she so sorry. I'm, I jumped. Lynn. Oh, our executive producer is correcting me in my earpiece here, Adam. Sorry. Uh, all of those last people that I said, Justin Trudeau, Annie Lennox, Carl Rove, Sissy Spacek, Barbara Mandrell, and uh, I didn't get to uh, Jimmy Buffett, but I was going to. Their birthdays are actually December 25th. And since oh, we're taking Christmas. next week, we're taking next week off. The, those would be people that would have wow. their, their birthdays next week. So Christmas birthdays. There you go. Anyone on the list that you, know, you uh, see? Uh, Ray Liotta? Ray Liotta is no, 66. Un- unrelated at all, but when I see the name Barbara Mandrell, I can't help but think of Crystal Gale. I don't know if you know who Crystal Gale I is. Do. I do. I know who that is. So she had the long hair that went all the way down to like her butt crack or something. And Mark and I were in Nashville years ago, and Crystal Gale was doing a performance in the lobby of the museum of the the Nashville like for tips like she was no, just she, like she just... they had set up a stage and she was doing a concert so I used to be older... I used to be Crystal Gale right yeah still yeah, had her, the long hair yeah her hair was it gray and long now um I think it was brown and gray I don't recall but it's still long uh <laughs> I, I'm, I'm chuckling at this because, as you know, included in this packet is a, a copy of the Weekly World News from December, uh, well, from 1995. So in this case, December 18th, 19th from December. And this is the most ridiculous of these that I've ever seen, which is the, the headline is Atlanta woman has the world's smallest face. They li- they literally just took a face and then took the eyes, nose, and mouth and, and shrunk, shrunk it, a it down bit and then patted in the skin around it. It's like it's so clearly photoshopped, like it's uh, it's just like really. It's like and then Adam, it's better than that. There's a whole story about it. Uh, Kelly Keener has the world's smallest face. Her eyes, nose, and mouth are so close together she can cover them with a teacup. Oh. Lovely. Who would do that? People people look at me like I belong in a sideshow, but this is the face that I was born with, and I really have learned to like it, said the 28-year-old florist from Atlanta, Georgia. She's either got a really small face or a really big forehead and a really long chin. There's just no way that's not Photoshopped. It's it's Photoshopped. I I don't know if we had Photoshop in 1995, but... uh, I don't know what they did back then. They, They had to... Who knows? Say, oh, this is great. This is great. Uh, if you order a Bat Boy t-shirt and poster together, uh, it's only uh, twelve ninety five. Just I thought I'd let you know that. Uh, on Why the cover, would I do that? I don't know. Just it seemed like a really good deal for a, a t-shirt and a poster. Um, on the cover of TV Guide in uh, 1960 was uh, Mr. French from A Family Affair and two other people who I don't know who they are. <laughs> Well, one of the one of the guys in uh, 1965 was well, that's Jim uh, Neighbors. Yeah, neighbors, that's, Jim yeah, Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Milton Berle was on there on 1970. Uh, oh, 1990 see. was Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter was on 1990. Yeah, yeah. and uh, oh, Supernatural was on the cover in 20. 20- Is Supernatural hasn't it been on? Isn't that show been going like 20 seasons or something? I don't know. I think it's 15 or 16 seasons, but they just ended this year in 2020. And I am a Supernatural fan and I still have to finish the final season. But they have finished the final season, but I 
wait until the season's over and then watch them all together. But I, yes, I like Supernatural. Actually, my favorite character is the angel who's been there the whole time. I and, uh, never really his got name into is, show. I watched, I watched Castiel. a couple Castiel is the angel. And he was hot in the beginning and to me. And he's still he's still attractive, but I know the two guys are attractive, but I, I liked Castiel the best of all of them. Never seen it, Adam. I have no idea who it is. Yep. All right. Well, that is the uh, the news packet there that we uh, get. It seems like an awful waste of paper, like a waste of trees. I mean, uh, well, normally I compost it. Oh, I put it in the shredder and then I throw it in the in the compost pile. I uh, I use it as kindling. For uh-huh. my fire pit, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, we just have one thing left here on the board, but I wanted to take this moment late in the show, Adam, to point out to people that you and I don't just do this show on Friday night. I mean, yeah, you hear it as a podcast and you hear it, but what happens is, is Adam and I haven't seen each other all week. We uh, get on the stream. We chat with each other. We chat with the chat room. We do a whole bunch of talking before we actually start the show. And then Daniel tells me about how low energy he is. That's right. And then usually after the show, we hang around for a bit and chat and uh, we package those together. We call it the pre-show and the post-show and we put it on our behind the scenes club called Level 13, which I know you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, this sounds like one of those Patreon things where you want five bucks a month or something from me. No, no money, none whatsoever. Uh, just send us an email, contact at mixminuspodcast.com. Say, hey, I, I want to join level 13. That's all there is to it. You'll put you on our Discord server, our level 13 Discord server, where you can chat with other level 13 fans uh, and uh, also uh, get you hooked up with the RSS feed to get all of those episodes. Um, it's not just this show, too. We also do it with the uh, other show. We'll call it our sister show. That's so Elvis. The That darn Elvis. Show. You can get there by going to thatsoelvis.com. Here's the thing. You know, I don't like to flood people because I, Adam, am a podcast listener. I listen yeah. to podcasts. So I get the angst that happens when you wake up in the morning and suddenly there's 15 new episodes in your queue and you're like, oh my God, I'll never get through them all. Right. I, I get that angst. So I tend to space out our content, right? Like we post the show, we post this show, usually posts on Saturdays. And then I'll put yes. the level 13, the P and the pre and the post show. I'll use those usually go up like Monday or Tuesday. Uh, Elvis goes out on Tuesday evenings. And then I usually put the post in the pre-show on Fridays. I have a request. Yes. So, and I don't care so much about mixed minus. People can write in and say what they want. But the way I like to listen to that darn Elvis. Oh, I said it correctly. That's so Elvis. Yes is I like to listen to the pre-show and follow that immediately by the show and then listen to the post-show. Oh. And they're fairly short because you guys, it's kind of a flow of consciousness. You kind of go right in to the show. So I really like to seamlessly go from pre to show. Post-show I could listen to a few days later. But I really like to listen to those together. And I know you just said you like to space them out. Yeah. But for me personally, you could just email it to me if you want. You don't even have to put it on there. (laughs) I would like to listen to the pre-show immediately followed by Mm -hmm. the show itself. See, the problem there is there are two different devices. And so I'd have to to import those audio files over it. So the the pre and the post-show are recorded on an MP3 digital recorder. Uh huh. 
And then the actual shows are recorded on a multi-track SD card right. recorder. And those both have to be like imported over the computer to work on them, right? Mm-hmm. To, to clean them up or whatever. So I tend to do the shows first because that's the product, right? I, and then yes. I do the pre and the post all at one time because I don't break them up. Like when I record, I start recording when we start talking and I stop recording when we're done. And then I go in and just cut the show out. So like I have a recording of everything, including the show. I just kind of cut the show out and then uh, save out those two extra pieces. So I get what you're saying. I guess my suggestion to you would be wait. Yeah. Wait until later in the week to <laughs> yeah. listen to that darn Elvis. I'm just so excited when it comes out and I want to listen to it right away. But my point of my story, the point of my story yes. is I wanted to point out that Scott, my co-host on that darn Elvis starts pitching a fucking fit. If I don't post the pre and the post show, like by, by Wednesday morning, he starts, you know, oh, isn't it nice that you're like uh, working at some, you know, on some job that you go to, whatever. No. Why haven't you posted the pre and the post show yet? Oh, it's, it's awfully nice that you like went to Disney for your vacation, for your Christmas vacation every now Now post the goddamn shows. <laughs> well, he likes it. He's excited. He's like a little kid at Christmas. He loves he loves it when something else comes out with him in it and he wants to hear it immediately. I know, but, but he was there. He could record it on his side. He could just record it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he could just, uh, yeah, he could just record it there. He could record it in Zoom. Well, especially for pre and post, because it's not like you do any special magical stuff to pre and post, do you? I mean, you may I, yeah, do the same I, I level effects, lighting and yeah, stuff. But. I do the noise reduction and I clip out. So I, it, it's weird. And we've talked about this before, but I, you know what? This is a good post show conversation. We'll have sure. this conversation yeah. in post show. All right, Adam. Uh, I think that, that, uh, did I, I, did I miss anything? You did, but I, we're out of time. We've gone way long. So, and that other one was not important. So I'll talk about it in the Oops. post show as well. <laughs> How about that? All right. Heavy, there you go. Heavy Just stuff and disappointment is going to go in the post show, That's everyone. Right. And uh, All right. We're off next week. We are not yeah. going to uh, put out a new show. However, there will be something in your feeds. I think we're going to take some clips from some of our posts and pre-shows and put them out. So it'll be a new to a lot of you out there. But uh, that's just kind of keeping the, 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 the thing alive, I guess, so that you don't keeping forget it warm. about us. Keeping it warm. A little placeholder. Uh, if you want to send us an email, do so. Contact at mixminuspodcast.com. You can leave us a voicemail. Just head over to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. Do it on your smartphone, and you can just press the button and start talking, just like Scotty did earlier uh, this evening. Adam, you have anything? Uh, we're not going to talk to each other till next year. No, have a, have a happy new year. You know, six weeks after 19-year-old Melissa Will Witt disappeared from a bowling alley parking lot in Fort Smith, Two trappers found her nude, lifeless body about 16 miles. Call the tip line, 479-221-9393, and let me know. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.